Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Hello. Hey, motherfuckers. Good morning. Good morrow. All right, you guys, today's episode is another from the Divine Feminine series. Today, we're going to talk about things that are a little bit weird, maybe a little taboo. Um, oh, yeah, I'm definitely throwing in a taboo thing at the end. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, Ooh, something just came up, guys. Yeah, I'm writing it down right now so I don't forget. Oh, shit, fuck. shit. I'm excited now. So now you got to keep listening so yeah. you can find out. Yeah, and you literally stay till the end. And listen, I've actually never done what I'm going to tell you. I'm just going <gasps> to tell you about it. I've never done it, but I'm gonna. we're going to talk about it. So you're going to want to stay till the end. Kelsey, how you doing today, bitch? You hey. feeling divine? You feeling divinely feminine? <laughs> eh... Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey's on her moon time right now. I'm on my moon cycle. I'm also just like, yeah, an emotional person right now. I think a lot of it is because I'm like working through the shadow work and stuff. So like a lot's coming out and we're going to talk all about that stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, as far as my feminine goes, she's good, um, but she's baby. That makes sense. Well, when you're on your period, I we tell everybody, treat yourself like baby because you are. You're literally bleeding and existing. Like, blood's coming out of you while you're just supposed to exist normally. How? I How? explained it to my husband last night as my organ is rejecting itself and shoving it out of my body. Um, because that's what's happening, people. That is. Okay, so, so today we're going to talk about some ways to honor your divine feminine. And it's going to be things we didn't mention last time. We're going to go into a little bit kind of not even necessarily weird. Well, it's going to get freaky at the end Ooh. but um a little bit of territory that you might not expect some advice you might not expect we're gonna take a very quick ad and then we're gonna jump into it all right we're gonna start with the big one i want you guys i want all my bitches and by bitches i just mean people listening to this um, start taking nudes of yourself. Yes. You don't have to send them. You don't have to send them. But if you do, go ahead, bitch. I do it. Send them to your friends. I have a group chat with um, friends, a couple of friends of mine on Snapchat um, that's called Nudes for Nudes, where we literally will just uh, shoot a quick pic to build each other up. It is not sex. It's literally just like a... It's like, damn, bitch, you look fantastic. Yes. Like, do yes. it. Find people you're comfortable with. If, if, or just, just or do it by yourself, yeah. even. Just yeah. love yourself. Just love yourself. So that's, I know, like, in the past, everybody was like, if, say that someone's nudes got leaked. First of all, that's just, like, not really happening these days. And when it is, it's kind of like they were leaked on purpose or something. Like, well, I guess nothing's ever leaked on accident. Like, someone did it on purpose. But regardless, the I feel like the narrative or, like, the rhetoric used to be like, well, that wouldn't happen if you didn't take the nudes in the first place. But, right. baby, we live in a different time now. Like, your nudes are safe. Like, as long as you keep them safe. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and also nowadays, like, you can just, like, buy nudes online. Like, on, right. from OnlyFans or, like, and per like, person. At the end of the day, I, I, ugh, I don't usually love this or like i wouldn't usually use this person but like bella thorne i know like she talked about like how when her nudes came out and like miley cyrus too i think um something about like right like just being like well it's my body like i don't fucking like why is it such a big deal that like 
my body is even, it's such a scandal that I took these pictures. Like who, I have a relationship with a person where we were sexually romantic. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, why is that such a crazy thing? And I think it's important to build that up for yourself too, especially because a lot of us grew up hearing like, you should not do that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And then if you're a woman who grew up or anyone who grew up with insecurities, you're like, yeah, nobody would want to see me naked. Like, no, and I'm telling you guys. So I recently read this like quote from this woman. I saw it on Instagram and it was like this. They interviewed this woman um, who she's an elderly woman. I don't know how much time she has left, but they asked her, like, they asked her like, what is your, you know, what's some advice you would give like to someone younger, like who has like their whole life ahead of them. And she was like, take the nudes. Oh my God. She was like, your body's going to change so much and you're going to want to remember it for, like at every stage, like how beautiful it was. Like, and she, that was just like, I've never heard anyone say that, especially not an old bitty, like just out here talking about like, take the nudes, but like they can help your confidence so much. And our friend, uh, y'all know authentically Allie, Allie oh, Block. Yeah. So she um, taught me this and she said that your time in the mirror is sacred. And anytime you're in the mirror, since it's a lot of the time we spend our life I mean, unless you're like a dancer, obviously, who you're in front of a mirror all day long, like when in dance class in the studio. Most of us, though, we don't spend our whole life looking at ourselves right. like all the time. We're pretty much looking at other people. And we only see ourselves through like photos or something. Yeah. So when we're looking at ourselves in the mirror, that's a time to be incredibly kind to yourself. That's a very spiritual time. It's very ritualistic. Like you have to be so intentional with how you speak to yourself and treat yourself. Yes. And something that's also like, I don't know, some, I don't know. A lot of us don't maybe do it, but something that can be incredibly powerful, especially for like our feminine is, um, sit with a mirror and look at look at your girl look at your vagina get to know her get like i didn't i didn't do that until i was 25 years old i think was the first time i looked her eye to eye and um, that's hilarious eye to eye exactly but i had to do it and it was a transformative moment and now i, I can't say it, i do it all the time but like at least once every six months i try to like genuinely make it a point where i like romanticize the fuck out of it i'll light some candles and i'll like sit down with her and i'll be like hey girl hey girl how you doing what are you, what's going on how you feeling that's awesome i love that well that kind of brings us to the next point though I, I date my vagina no that's that's awesome because honestly what i was gonna say after that is you gotta get to know your yoni you have to so what do i mean by this right Ooh. i am i am telling you even if you have a partner who really like pleasures you and gives you what you need you do have to do that for yourself sometimes. I'm literally telling all of you guys to tickle your peach. I'm telling yes. you to masturbate. Masturbate. Normalize it too. Talk about it. Yeah, so look guys, and I'm, okay, one thing that I wanna talk about, cause we have thrown out like, wow, your orgasm is so powerful. Masturbating with your, like manifesting and masturbating is so powerful, and it is. But I wanna get really clear on something. You, It is possible to be overdoing it. That energy is super, super strong and it will drain you when you do it. So you really can't be doing it all the time because you'll notice um, it'll start to not feel as good. It won't feel as powerful. You'll feel like almost like really exhausted, but not in the way afterward where you're like, whoa, I just did some shit. Right. But where you're like, now I feel like a little bit like sad or empty yeah. or whatever. Um, it's super possible to be doing it too much. So here's like my tip for doing it. I try to do it with my cycle, my personal cycle. Kelsey had a really good point too earlier though. She was talking about, you can do it to the moon cycle. And like, even if it's not your ovulation time, cause I like to do that during my ovulation. Cause that's yeah. when my hormones are the, like heightened for that kind of thing. Right, right. I'll just say it. That's when I'm horny, baby. Um, um, yeah, but I know like the new moon is all about like manifesting and stuff like that. So that's also like a good time to like do that. But you don't want to be, Right, like Danny said, it's not an everyday thing, especially if you're masturbating and manifesting. Like, if you're doing that every single day to ma to manifest this one thing, then what you're doing is a 
is hyper fixating and obsessing and you're trying to make this thing happen. Like, right, have it be a moment on your ovulation, uh, like, you know, again, a special night during your ovulation where you do a nice romantic thing and you really give yourself a great fuck. I mean, right, we're not talking she about- She said like, give yourself a great fuck. That was everything. A <laughs> great fuck. Like, right, I'm not talking about like a quick, like, right, like really do it. Like just allow, like close your eyes, like really, really get into it. That's like the kind of like powerful orgasm like, that does this sort of thing. It's mm -hmm. not like, there's gotta be so much intention behind it, you know? I totally agree, yeah. I totally agree. Um, so yeah, that's, I think the more comfortable you get with your yoni and with knowing her, and honestly, if you can make yourself orgasm, it makes your confidence go up yes. so much more. And like, it's like, I used to think that I wasn't able to orgasm because my, so weird, isn't it? It's, I was about to be like, yeah, because my crazy abusive stalker ex, like, really couldn't get me off. But it's like, wow, I wonder why. Like, I wonder why. Like, he sounds nuts. Okay, <laughs> I had exes that were not that crazy um, and they still didn't get me off. I didn't have my first orgasm until I masturbated and I was probably 2021. 20, nice. I was older than like, I mean, I started having sex at 15. So I was having five years of sex before I even knew what sex was supposed to be. I wasted five years. But I also think like for some people, I, for me, like there was so much like mental block and stuff. And I had like, I did not have a relationship with my body. And so I used that like sex to me was not any connection to my divine feminine or anything. It was just sex. And that's how it is for a lot of people yeah. though. And that's why it's really important for you to get to know your yes. yoni and have a relationship with it. Because let's be honest, we can't be relying on other people to make us come. We can't. No. Because can't. they might not do it. No, you can't rely on people for shit. Mm -mm. And like, I will say, if you have a partner who you can trust, that makes all the difference. Communicate with them, especially during your time, whenever you're the most horny. Again, typically for me, that's ovulation. Um, but have protective sex so you don't get prego, especially in these trying times. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, <laughs> way to make light of a situation. Right? Um, but yes, okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, another thing that I really want to talk about is, you guys, this one might seem like simple, but wear whatever the fuck you want to wear like stop saving it for a special occasion because yes. the, the truth of the matter is a lot of times that special occasion when it finally comes i feel like it's overhyped and then you get disappointed and it's like what if it's a bus no one's there no one even saw you look cute wear it for yourself wear it around the house take like okay i feel like once you like do yourself up in something you're confident in um it really makes you feel like more productive and more you're feeling yourself more and then you might even be inspired to take some pics and then right. you might be inspired to post those pics and then those are usually the days where people are like holy fuck bitch you look good as hell and then isn't that what you wanted when you buy that new outfit and you want to feel so good you know this is going to make me feel like the baddest motherfucking bitch it's going to make me feel like michelle obama status <laughs> and like you ju you're just going to feel like the the most I respected woman that, oh I love that. I love that your respected most badass bitch is Michelle Obama. When yes. I think of a powerful woman who everyone just respects, I think yes. of Michelle Obama. Like a classy yes. but baddie. Yes. Right. Yes. Except for idiots, but those are idiots. Exactly. <laughs> and we're not talking to idiots. Um, yeah. So like, it's it's like that type of thing where like often we wait and we save an outfit. And for myself, like I do this yeah. too. I'll save an outfit and I'll be like, I'm going to wear it to this place. And then the place ends up being hella lame and no one even appreciates my fit. And the people who I thought would see it, like my, where are my girls and my gays who are going right. to compliment my style? Like it's because our husbands are in the Navy and that's, those are the functions. That could be, a, that could be an us problem. We pull up to the weirdest functions, you guys. <laughs> But we pull up stunting. Every time. We make a point, too. We're like, look, if we got to go, we going to go. We will show out. <laughs> and, like, I feel like... So I used to follow someone on Instagram who I do admire this person um, to a, a point. 
Uh, and their whole thing was um, about like not wearing makeup and like embracing body hair. And I have in no way, shame, no way shaming that. Do what you do. But oftentimes I felt like she would come across, and I've seen this in other like ways that we talk about, like right being um, body positive and body neutral, um, where it kind of almost shames us or makes us feel guilty sometimes like when I if I put on a full face of makeup sometimes I'm like oh maybe I'm be like am I really being me like you know in your but like oh am I insecure because exactly. I wanted to do my makeup exactly you're like you know I think we start to have like and it's like it's okay to do that and to have fun with it and explore with it and like yes okay I've been saying this for a, oh, a long time bitches like when people are like yeah but that's not how you like naturally look do you cut your hair do you cut your toenails do you dye your hair do you get dressed bitch you weren't born with that dress on you weren't born with right. those jeans like goddamn chill out right like, right now I'm not saying spend thousands of dollars and get plastic surgery and change your entire face but I'm saying if you're someone who like loves wearing makeup or even someone who maybe wants to explore that avenue but you feel like oh I can't do that because I don't do that or whatever like you can you can step out and do it there's a really cool girl healthy by Hannah who she recently started doing makeup like on herself and stuff and I don't even think she does tutorials or anything like that but she's got a cool podcast she's a really cool girl um follow her on Instagram but um she does like beautiful makeup and she always makes like reels about how when she's doing them like man I never would have done this and she'll do like clouds or something or like lightning but like something I very bold and unique and I always see it and I'm like wow you're rocking that and the reason she rocks it is because she has so much confidence in it and you can see that when she's doing it and when she's wearing it like she's so her like she's literally painting herself onto her face and it's beautiful and that's so like incredibly I just love right that. I love so, that. and like if there's anything I've learned living in a city um, it is that you can wear anything and rock it I have seen some of the most insane outfits on people that look hotter than I've ever seen people like it's crazy the things that people put together like in like the uniqueness and the color like you the, our wardrobe and what we can do to our physical being is a beautiful thing and like it, and it's it. a form of art too yeah. guys. like and part of honoring your feminine right is that creative side so when yes. you're taking the time and you don't have to wear a dress baby you can no. wear the basketball shorts like if you're like damn I'm really like in I know for a lot of women we've been like uh, really appealing to the male gaze for years and a lot of us are fucking tired of it and yeah. a lot of people are like you know what I actually like am more comfortable in like a in completely different energy maybe a more masculine energy maybe a more masculine way of representing themselves right. or presenting themselves like even like sexually and like that can I feel like the way you express yourself with your clothes if you and I will say this is a privilege to be able to do this yes if you are at a place though where you are privileged enough to be able to express with your yourself with your clothes do it like it it will fulfill a part of you that is just Un, you just don't even know until you do yes. it and it makes you feel like even more yourself I feel like you're getting to express and show parts of yourself through self-expression through right. just like what you wear and then it helps you embody and emanate that energy and even if you're someone who has a very simple routine and if you don't want to wear makeup you know if you don't if you're not hell if you don't even like to like use soap you know this can go for any level but like when you're doing those moments of caring for yourself do it with like the most divine intention of like this is what my body wants and this is how I want to look and this is how I want to present myself absolutely and don't give a fuck about anything else that's all that matters like and am I comfortable <laughs> and, and letting go letting go of this expectation that like you have to be a certain way or else you'll be judged and a lot of times with that I think uh, women especially we feel like oh like if I'm if I don't prove myself if I'm not living in my masculine and I'm not talking about clothes and the way we uh, present ourselves anymore I'm talking <laughs> about energetically um, um, if we're like a lot of us live in this like I have to be I have to be able to fully take care of myself no help ever on anything and guys that's another way to really step into your divine feminine 
be open to receiving help from others, whether that is your family, your parents, your roommates, your spouse, best friends, a neighbor who wants to, who has noticed like, hey, you're going through something. Can I like cook you some dinner or something? Right. Like be open to receiving help from people because it, even though in the moment, sometimes it feels like a, a shot at your ego and you're like, oh, I thought I could handle everything. When you don't have to, your mental health gets so much better. It really, really, really does. It like, it takes such a toll on you to do this. Like, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me, especially like financially. I feel like that's something that um, really I struggled with is like accepting financial assistance. And I also think like, it's one of those things that if you are in if you are in a position where you need help and someone's offering it do not pass that up like never ever because like not everyone has those people mm -hmm. so like just be so grateful and like again intention is everything so like if you're feeling like oh my god i'm taking this money from them but like if you're having any sort of negative feeling then that's what this transaction will be but if you're going into this as like wow this incredible human is doing this for me someday in the future i'll be able to you know cook them another meal or mm -hmm. walk their dog or like maybe i'll just get up and shovel their driveway for them that i won't even tell you know like exactly. there's so many ways that we can express and share energy and love and stuff that isn't transactional you know absolutely and i yeah i a lot of my bitches out there needed to hear it okay <laughs> i'm adding you right now this is a subtweet at you if you feel personally attacked with love it is about you <laughs> um but then you know that might be something that you need to kind of look into as well like okay really observe your pms i mentioned this on our youtube video so you guys make sure you head over to our youtube channel um but really start observing your PMS if you are someone who gets a period. So something that I, so, okay, what do I fucking mean by this, by observing? Cause you're like, yeah, bitch, I don't have a choice to observe it. I go through it every fucking month. Um, start taking note, even in a journal and logging, like what were your symptoms? Are they more emotional? Are they more physical? Are they more, you know, bringing up wounds from the past or is it more anxiety? Like, what are you experiencing? Um, and if it is, if it's none of that, what if it's physical, right? Are you having extremely intense cramps? Like, honestly, that could be your body telling you like something is off, like something is off with your with your balance, with your hormone system, with your reproductive system, like maybe go ahead and make an appointment with a guy. No, I don't know. Um, take this message, whoever needs to hear it, however you need it. But like, seriously, you guys, like don't, um, sorry, I'm high as fuck. Hey, um, that's what we do. That's what we do. But do some shadow work yes. basically is what I'm saying. Like oh. really like, really like do some self-assessment um, check in with yourself, observe what your body needs. And if it's an emotional thing, that's when I like to do shadow work. If I'm noticing I'm having yes. a really stressed out and emotional moon time, uh, I'm in my journal all day long. Even if I have like nothing super important to say, I'm typically carrying it around with me because I'm just like, I'm that weirdo. Oh my God, not to sound like a pick me ass, Kendall Jenner looking ass bitch. Like I'm that weirdo. I'm like that weirdo. I journal, that makes me a weird girl. I'm so quirky. I like if I'm not feeling like journaling like in the moment or like, right, like, I don't carry mine around with me, but I'll leave mine open. Like, yeah, I wish it. I didn't say that because it is true, but I hate how it sounded. Like, no, it really I carry didn't. it around with no, me. It really didn't sound that bad. It sounded <laughs> great. I love that. I was just going to say, like, instead of carrying it with me, I, like, leave mine open on my kitchen table. And then, like, I just, like, whenever I, because I have a small apartment, so I walk around my kitchen table a thousand times a day. Well, and, and that, if I have to jot something, like, I'm always, oh. That's efficient as fuck, too, see? And you're not holding something. Yeah, thank you. My high ass. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell I'm high all the time. Um, it's okay. I'll talk about shadow work for a minute. Thank you. All right. So obviously we have talked about in the past, we have on our Patreon, a little 
little subtle dig there, a little <laughs> drop there. On our Patreon, I'm do, running a um, dark feminine rehab. Um, so today I wanted to share a little like sample of that because it obviously applies to this. So this is like the kind of shadow work that we're talking about. Um, I'm gonna share um, like an entire, this is like the day five and I'm gonna share like, so it's broken down. We have like today's intention, thoughts for today, and then the journal prompts and I'm actually gonna share like my response to the journal. You guys, this is such a fucking treat. You have no idea how amazing <laughs> this is. Like I, I didn't do this for the first like week that she was running it because I was on my moon time and I was at an emotional place where I was not able to take in this kind of thing. I wasn't yeah. like, I think that's why I say it's important to observe. <laughs> I was the type of emotional where I was getting really triggered about like PTSD shit. So I was not at a place to be doing this kind of shadow work. But then as soon as I was off, I was like, well, let me see. And I was so fucking into it. I did like three in one day. Like my brain was like, oh. so um, this <laughs> is this that. is a big treat, y'all. Listen up, turn your ears on. <laughs> um, okay, so dark feminine rehab day five. Today's intention. Today I trust that everything is happening. Everything that is happening is happening in divine timing. Today I pause and allow source to take control. Thoughts for today. Yesterday on day four, we sat with our inner child. We thought of who and what feminine energy influences we felt as a child and how they shaped us. Reflecting on these times and influences allows us to draw connections and see patterns. Shadow work and healing rely heavily on identifying patterns in your past to help you break the cycle. Learn the lesson the universe is giving you and move forward to it being a better, a better high, higher vibrational being. If your biggest desire in this life is to find a partner who completes you, yet all of your romantic encounters end in poor outcomes, reflect. What patterns can you find and analyze and see and that you can see and learn and adapt in the next opportunity that come in your that comes your way? Now, when I say analyze, I don't mean hyperfixate and spiral. I mean sit back, looking at the situation from an outside perspective. Try, try replacing the you in the situation with someone you love, like a friend. Replay, replay the memory with this loved one in your place, and what advice would you give to them? That's not always e easy. Sometimes it's a real bitch. When I was 23 or 24 and deep in the online dating game, I kept having these incredible talks with guys through text. We would really connect, have a couple of great dates, and then almost always something would happen along the lines of what I call like a gentle ghost, which is where they text you saying they might be busy for a while and then they kind of fall off the face of the earth, but it's like a slow burn. I kept getting so upset and frustrated with myself. I must be doing something wrong to scare these guys off, and I was. But it wasn't what I thought. When I sat down and reevaluated and looked at my dating history from the point of view of a friend, it all clicked. I was making a huge mistake. I was putting expectations on others as well as on myself. I was building these tiny things into huge things. In my head, the reality I created was that these guys were amazing and so kind, and I needed to impress them and be enough for them. Fuck, I was wrong. <laughs> I realized that if I was my friend, I would tell them to fuck off. Um, I deserve better. I realized that the expectation of dating le leading to marriage, the expectation of dating lead, oh my God, I released the expectation of dating leading to marriage, not in like an I hate love way, but this is just an experience way. Everything is an experience and an experience that goes poorly is still so valuable. The value is in the experience itself, not the outcome. Read that again. The value is in the experience itself, not the outcome. When I changed my dating perspective, it all switched. The bad dates became my favorite because they taught me so much about who I am and what I want and what I will not accept. The same can be said for almost anything. Your worst jobs will teach you the very most, your worst days, your hardest friendships ending. All of these moments that surround us with pain are the most important parts of our life. They are the parts we survived from. Today's activity, live in this day with no expectations. Just allow each moment to happen and adapt as they come. Enjoy. 
And then today's journal prompt was to think back to an experience where you can't find any value. Um, a time that was only bad, and then find a positive, find a lesson, what light can you find in your hardest memory? And so this is my like now journal entry to it. So many of my bad memories are so blurred by years of forcing myself to forget. Sometimes it amazes me how little I remember. I truly am quite skilled at erasing my mind. Whiskey helped a bit for sure. A time in my life where I felt very low, very bad. The morning I woke up next to a man who was not my partner, a man who I worked with, a man who had a partner of his own. Uh, this is a time where I was just bad. Uh, thinking about this now, I want to curl up and disappear. I can't believe how I acted the night before. I was flirting with someone who I knew was in a committed relationship while I was committed to someone else simply because the idea of passing up on this opportunity was something I couldn't do. And why is that? Because in my early years, I had a very fucked up sense of love and I did not love myself. I thought that fucking my coworker that I thought fucking my coworker that everyone thought was hot, so hot would make me feel so, so good. Everyone wanted him and the fat girl was gonna do it and I did. And when I woke up, I felt nothing good, nothing at all. And at worst, he pretended like it never happened way too easily and it felt even worse when I had to go home and see my partner at the time and act like I hadn't just done what I just did. Um, find a positive in that. Um, okay, I didn't get caught kind of a positive, but in a true reflective positive moment, uh, that moment that night, I taught myself just how far I was away from myself. That I acted the way that I acted, and at that time in my life, I was so unaligned with my higher self. It taught me that I was so far from me. I was not this person that I am who is sitting here now. I was not a fraction of her. And while it was not okay what I did, and I could try to blame alcohol or weed, it was me. But it was also about me. I fucked him because that was the only way I could feel myself feel good. Having a hot guy want to fuck me is what I thought was love and that was what I thought gave me value. If I'm being honest, for a week I was on kind of a high, uh, this high of living this chaotic, painful life and wanting to see how far I could push it. I'm grateful every single day that I did not lose myself in that life. I'm so grateful that I'm here now as this version of me with so much love for myself now and then. That so was, yeah. <laughs> that was really awesome. Um, so yeah, that's a little sample. That's a little sample. Um, I feel like that speaks for itself, <laughs> honestly. Kelsh, um, thank you so much for sharing that yeah. and being vulnerable with us. That was amazing. And I felt like felt like we all could kind of relate in some ways to that in one way or another. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Just like feeling like you're, you've like lost yourself. Um, okay, bitch. So I don't want to cry um, because now my... You know, does anyone else have that type of brain where someone says something and then you're like, hmm, that really applies to me because of this situation and then you're spiraling? So, I'm so sorry. No, it's beautiful because I'm like, I will go reflect on this and do some journaling after this episode. Oh, um, God. Hey, always good to be real with yourself. Well, exactly. And like, right, like the whole thing, like... You know, right, I read that and it was it was emotional and I wanted to cry reading that. There was a, I was tearing up, but like, again, like it, it is a positive, like you have to, when we reflect on those moments, you have to then be able to shut it off, you know? Mm -hmm. I can, you like, that's what the shadow work is about, is about like being there and allowing that moment and that feel, but then knowing that that is not now, that is not real. Like you are mm -hmm. just healing from that moment, which is important. <laughs> You have to revisit. Exactly. And that's, you know, they say that um, when you go through something traumatizing, it changes your brain chemistry. And that is true. That's why we have PTSD. That's what that is. But healing also changes your brain chemistry. And there, this is a practice. Um, this is not obviously as, like, we're not putting you under, you know, like a hypnotized <laughs> situation or anything. No, no. But this is 
in a, in a lot of ways, this is rewriting your story, but because you're able to go back and instead of seeing it in the darkness, however you saw in the past, you're seeing it now, like how Kelsey said, like, what did you learn from that? So when you do this, you kind of go back and you like tell your subconscious mind, like the next time you think about it, you think about this a little bit more fondly. It right. heals you. Every time you think about this, the pain is less and less and less because you're changing the story. Right. Does that make and sense? I mean, yes, completely. I mean, this happened, um, I'm 27 right now. Six years ago, seven years ago. Um, so like, right, and I'm, this is the first time I've ever really spoken about it. like, so like, right, it takes so much time to heal these things. Mm -hmm. It's not, and like, right, that's because throughout time I've been able to slowly look at this moment and have those, exactly like you said, like heal from it a little bit so that now I can, right, I was in that moment two seconds ago and now I feel like I'm like, hey, yeah, like I'm, you know, like you have to, you almost befriend your moments of your past that are hard mm -hmm. and yeah, I don't know. Whoa, that's deep, bitch. <laughs> Oh, I got some demons I gotta make up with, I guess. <laughs> okay, and tell us about the, the your thing, because I've just read it and now I'm... Oh my god, so you good, guys... It's a good this, high note. So we're gonna end this with um, a little crazy little tip. Mm -hmm. So this is for all my people who get periods, right? I've recently seen um, going on the social media that the witches these days are using their period blood to like water their plants yes. or to also use as a mask on their face. And let me tell you, ladies, I'm loving this for you. Go off bitches, go off witches, go off anyone that gets go a period. Off bitches, go off witches. However, I gotta be honest, my my moon time is it yes, it is a beautiful thing. I agree. I get it. Um, it's traumatizing though for me, you guys, physically, okay? Physically, and I literally mean not just like, oh, how does it feel? How does it look? It physically is traumatizing, okay? Y'all aren't the ones that have to wake up to a crime scene like I do. I am not at a place where me manhandling my period blood is going to do me any good. No, unfortunately, I'm, I'm with you on that. I respect the fuck out of it. And I hope maybe at some point in my life, I will find quite that piece. Hey, my, maybe one right. day, maybe one day Zay will water our plants with my period blood. Right, that could happen. That but could right happen, now, but right now, no. I'm gonna applaud and I'm gonna watch from the sideline, guys, and I'm gonna love it. You know who you guys should follow, though, on Instagram? Um, sucks I can't remember her name. Well, <laughs> Um, cause she does this. Uh, she does, she, Liz, Liz Godavish. Ooh. Liza Godavish. Liz Godavish. I don't know y'all. Try to look that up. I thought you were going to say, um, Bethany C. Myers. Uh, she's like, she's the creator of the Pecan Project and she does, I, she's the one I saw watering her plants with her period blood. Okay. Yes. That, that as well. Um, Li Liza Godavish or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. If you can just try to like type this in, in your search bar, it's a blonde manifestation coach, right? That's, that's who I'm talking about. That's the account. Just, um, just, yeah. she does the type period in blood. Liza and look for the blonde. Yes. <laughs> She's like a strawberry blonde, you guys. This poor queen out there. I'm like trying to give her a shout out and I'm like, I don't know who you we're are, gonna, but I know who you are. We're gonna find you and we're gonna tag you and give you the best shout out. Yeah, Liza. we will. Um, but so she does the period blood on her face and I think that's very cool. If you well, wanna follow someone who does that, follow her. Don't follow me for that purpose though. Follow me, but don't expect me to be putting it on my face have or you, my plants yet. Have you heard about vapping? 
I don't know. What is this? Vapping's like using your vaginal secretions as perfume. I have heard about this. I think this. it's called vapping. Maybe I'm not saying it that right. That makes guys. sense. That makes sense. Um, um, yeah, because you're supposed to like put your fingers inside and then you kind of dab like behind your ear yeah. like, or on your wrist, like those types of places. I have seen this. It is not that I am against this either, you guys. But I'm just kind of like, I'm already married. Like, That's kind of what I already I was, got him. I was, I literally, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, I don't feel like I need to do this right now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. But if I was still in my single days, I'm like, I would God. try it. And I, I would put like perfume with it. You think? Yeah, I think it'd be a lot sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It depends on how smelly a coochie is. Right. And by smelly, I don't mean bad smelly. I mean how potent is potent. the scent. And it changes by day. And it changes by day, by the time, by the week. You know what I'm saying? Time of day. Exactly. Um, that, but that's why I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm not trying to say I have a smelly cuckoo. I'm no. just trying to... <laughs> I'm literally like, just how throughout this episode we've used maybe 50 different words for vagina. We had like yoni, cuckoo, something else, coochie, vagina. vagina. That's what uh, that's what uh, they say in Broad City. Vagina. She's like, um, she hides her weed in her pussy. Like she'll like pussy, put, weed. pussy weed. Yeah, Alana will put it in a little bag when she has to like go to Abby's house and she doesn't want like to get caught with it. She would like put it in a plastic bag, roll it up and put it in her pussy. And then when she got to Abby's house, she just took it out. And Abby was like, I know you didn't just fucking pull weed out of your vagina. And she was like, iconic. She was like, I don't understand. The vagina is self cleansing. Hilarious. Y'all should watch Broad City. <gasps> Wow, we've given you guys a lot of homework this episode. A lot of people to check out. I hope you guys enjoyed this feminine as fuck, divine as fuck episode. I loved this. I loved this episode too, you guys. And you know what we're going to do today? We're going to go have a sexy beach photo shoot. You probably yeah. already saw the pics by now. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. We love you guys. Stay high. Bye.